Hi, listeners. Dr. Amy Horneman here, aka The Thyroid Fixer and host of The Thyroid Fixer podcast. I'm here to tell you about my experience working with Rachel Varga one-on-one with my skin. I am a self-proclaimed anti-aging skincare addict, and I have spent thousands of dollars on the wrong skincare, always falling prey to those ads that promise to reduce your wrinkles and smooth your fine lines. Working with Rachel, I'm telling you, she is a guide. She takes your hand. She personalizes your entire skincare regimen, really looking at your skin and how it is and what your goals are. She listens to you. And that's the most important part of this journey. It's unlike anything I have ever experienced. In fact, there's nothing out there like it. Rachel is an angel in this world. She will absolutely transform your skin You will reach your goals of skincare, whether it's reducing wrinkles or clearing up acne or just looking good on camera. That's what I need. So head over to rachelvarga.ca and book your one-on-one consult with her. You will not regret it. It will be the best thing that you do for your skin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I am very excited to have you all joining me here today because in today's episode, we are going to discuss our favorite beauty and biohacking tips with none other than my fabulous friend and co-host of the Beauty and Biohacker podcast, Katie Moore. We're going to be talking about our favorite beauty and biohacking tips and tricks, and also what's new in the beauty and biohacking world. We are going to get into the thick of it as to some of the gimmicks that we're seeing coming out as well. Some of the ads we're seeing. This is actually going to be a really fun episode, so hold on. And in case you are new here, I warmly invite you to listen to this episode on your smartphone, your laptop, but download and save the episode and listen with your device on airplane mode and not using a Bluetooth headset so that you're consuming content in a slightly more healthy way. We're going to talk a little bit about some celebrity skincare wins and warnings and all of that talk about Theragun for the face, some really, really funny things that Katie and I have just been laughing about right before doing this uh, session here together. So we are going to get started in just a second. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, 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 everyone. How are you today, Katie? I'm really excited about this interview. I am so pumped every time we get to sit down and just shoot the shiz. It is just so much fun. And there are a lot of very uh, interesting things that have sort of just, you know, happened over the last, you know, new products and crazy stuff that I'm just ready to dive into with my, my good friend, Rachel, over across the pond. You're not across the pond. You're up the pond. You're on your own little island, Vancouver, Vancouver right? <laughs> I'm in the north. Yes, on this very way up north island. What's your weather like up there, by the way? Because it's it's pretty sunny. It's yeah. pretty warm here already. Yeah, I rocked like, a you know tweed late skirt suit the other day instead of my 
EMF spacesuit attire. So <laughs> that was a nice um, movement. And was segue. that an upgrade? Oh, see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> I might have, um, you know, done some really cool, fun upgrading. Looking yeah. super fabulous. I don't always look that fabulous, but when I upgrade, then I'm extra fabulous. And by the way, with like the whole biohacking stuff. When you're doing all this stuff, the skin can't help but look more amazing as well. And a good side effect of biohacking is becoming more beautiful, radiant, stylish, and, and all of the above. How did you like my outfit? Girl, you looked dynamite. I mean, <laughs> when you – I she sent me a video, uh, adorable one uh, at that, and – it you kind of did look like a game show host a little bit uh you know i i imagine most people go to upgrade labs like in their sweats and sports bras and you come rocking a freaking like designer from the real real tweed skirt and you just look so put together your hair also looked like fabulous so mostly i would be like sweaty and gross looking and that's but that's you know that's how we roll we're a little <laughs> we're a little different that way but that's why we also get along really well <laughs> i know i even <laughs> traded in my timberland boots for some white stilettos hmm. mm, wow forgot how um, to walk in heels it's been so long thanks yeah. pandemic <laughs> yeah right right i put on a pair the other day and i was like oh what are these like this i don't like this but um, anyway, I I think what you said about, you know, just taking care of your body, like from the inside out. Yes, it of course, it shows up on your face. It shows up in your skin, your hair. Just there is a level of vibrancy and, and radiance that I think does come from the, the proper nourishment. Right. And and I, I think I heard this somewhere um, like in some type of entrepreneur like podcast. It's like how you do one thing in your life is how you do everything, right? And if you are eating clean and you're exercising in the right way and you're grounding and you're getting sunlight, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, everything else in life is kind of starting to also flow and be a little bit easier and smoother and feel better, right? It's it's just show up for yourself first, I think. So I know I was kind of getting a little tired, like it's springtime, it's summertime. So with that comes like a little bit more white, uh, more pastel colors. And I was just getting a little bit tired of wearing like the black EMF clothing. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, it's practical, but it's not very sexy and feminine. And so I had to do something about that. But I mean, to be fair, you did some upgrading a little while ago. You used the Balancer Pro, which is like you put your legs into like these like sausage holders and then they like squeeze your legs. And it's really great. So, yeah, you need to be in athletic gear for that. You can't be in like a lace tweed mini skirt and high heels. So I did the cell trainer and that's fine. You're just like chillaxing, like reclined. It's totally comfortable. You're in there for an hour. I did tier four setting, which is really um, quite difficult. But all of a sudden took my HRV from like 60 to about 117 overnight. Wow. That's yeah. Huge. This, the cell trainer is like the one thing for me that really um, gives me measurable results uh, in particular with the HRV. Does and it last though, Rachel? Does it, is it like just a one night, like a one-off or is it like consistently high after that? It's actually a really great question. I actually took about two and a half months off of going to upgrade. Just, you know, life happened when I'm on different shows. I don't necessarily have the time to do that frivolousness. 
And uh, hubby is leaving for fight next week. So I wanted to make sure he got in the cryo chamber, did like the red charger, red light bed and all that stuff. Had him on the massage chair with the nano V and all that. So I'm like, hubby, you're coming with me. You need to do some recovery as well. And uh, yeah, we have like a little bit of a date after too. Yeah, You didn't answer my question, Rachel. I said, does your HRV... (laughs) Stay consistently high. I need to know this information. (laughs) The answer is yes and no. I find if I do the cell trainer every uh, like once a week or once every two weeks, yes, it does maintain it at a pretty high level. But I sort of did this experiment. I was off my favorite collagen for a while because it was on back order, but collagen elixir is back in stock. If you want to email me, it's freaking amazing. 2.5 grams per serving of non non-gmo grass-fed beef it's delicious it's sweetened with monk fruit and stevia it's just out of this world um but i also wasn't going to upgrade as much and my hrv took a dive down to like 40s and 50s where before it was you know humming in the you know like low mid hundreds so i yeah sometimes i'll do this i'll cut things out and then see if it makes a difference like i didn't sleep in my emf blanket the other day and i noticed i woke up quite a bit more groggy so that was interesting i'll kind of play around with things what about you yeah i I forgot to tell you i actually on saturday i went to this place uh not too far from me it's called the bay area brain spa and it it is just that it is they had all of these sort of like upgrades um including like a salt like um the hydrotherapy kind of like chamber where you go in. It's really cool. They, they had the Soma Vedic when I walked in, they have a red light, like a red charger, the biochargers there. I did the balance of pro just because I've been doing a lot of new fitness workouts and I was just like very sore. So it felt great to have that, but they also do this really cool thing called community neurofeedback. And I'm, so I'm going to go back there. I'm going to interview the founder because I think what they're trying to do is, is bring more people in for a, I mean, neurofeedback, if, if you're familiar with it, is so expensive to do on your own. And and so they're trying to make it more affordable for people in the community, people with mental health issues that are coming in or, or you know, she was a breast cancer survivor, she was telling me. And so she she noticed that it was so helpful for her uh, in her recovery process. And she started to see a lot of women who were also breast cancer survivors coming in, looking for neurofeedback, but also wanting to offset some of the costs because, you know, medical stuff is just so expensive. And so they established this community neurofeedback. It's like 50 bucks come in for a session. I'm going to do it. I'm so excited. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I just absolutely love this idea of taking something that, you know, can be, you know, a very high cost and then making it so much more affordable um, at scale. Right. And I think that's what we're going to see, hopefully, fingers crossed, with the neurofeedback industry. Because right now, if you buy one of these devices on your own, you know, first of all, you need to know how to use it, <laughs> which is hard. It's like you need a PhD sometimes to, to do that. And B, they, they're they very complex. They're very expensive, thousands of dollars. So, yeah, I will. Um, I'll keep you posted on how that goes. But I'm, I'm very excited to find this place. Well, one of my friends just so happens to be the CEO and founder of a neurofeedback company, Neurooptimizer. Neurooptimizer. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's another friend of mine, Dave Asprey. <laughs> uh, Got a lot of friends in uh, the high places, right? So a couple, yeah. Pretty <laughs> lucky. Um, so anyways, this one particular type of device, no, this isn't sponsored or anything like that, but I really like Neurooptimal and 
I like it because I've been able to take the devices home and uh, for about a month at a time. And it's a laptop and this like adapter thing that all these leads go into. And you use this conducting paste and you, you're putting it on different points on your scalp and your, you know, your ears and your earlobe. And then you're just playing some music. So there are different types of neurofeedback out there. Uh, this one's kind of like defragging the brain. Other types of neurofeedback devices on the market actually require a technician to sit there and do it with you. Now, from my conversations with Sue and her husband, um, that can actually add uh, too many elements of uh, the humanness for things. So that's their opinion. I know that there's other technologies out there that like do want to have a practitioner there like modulating things. Uh, but with this one, you're just listening to really nice soundtracks. You have the leads on and then through the sound and through the leads, you're getting neurofeedback that way. I did that after car accidents and I found it really helped my brain to straighten things out. First time I did it, actually, I looked at myself in the mirror actually afterwards and I felt like that was the first time I actually looked at myself. It's very weird yeah, in the, wow. in my own eyes. There's an unusual feeling. I've had some pretty um, quote unquote trippy experiences <laughs> during neurofeedback. It's a weird experience, by the way. I was not prepared. I actually did it in tandem with the Balancer Pro, which I thought was kind of fun. And yes, first of How all, biohacky stacky of you. I know, right. I was like, yes, please. I'll do I'll add the neurofeedback stack. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, uh, do be prepared for your hair to be sticky. You're going to want to take a shower after if you do go get it done publicly, because I was like, it's just like hair sticking out. Number two is don't expect this to be a walk in the park. You're just sitting back and relaxing. Like if you it, the, the goal is eventually like a, what Rachel was talking about. There's there's me, like a music track playing. <laughs> it's like every couple of seconds, there's like a break in the music, like a and it is so annoying. Like for me and the way my brain works, I'm like, stop, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> the whole point is like to sort of just relax into it. And you eventually get to the point where you don't even notice them. It's just like one. And that's, that's when you're like, okay, I'm, I've got it. My brain is working. But when you're first starting and you have no idea what to expect, it is like, ah! I, I, yeah, I almost ripped the headphones off at one point. I was like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> I actually really like it. It kind of gets me in a bit of an altered state that I feel sometimes when I'm doing certain types of like very passive meditations. Do you know the name of the technology that you were um, subjected to? The WAVI, the W-A-V-I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different types out there. I've actually heard of people actually getting injured from some of these neurofeedback devices. Um, brain tap is also an option. I've yeah. had again a rather interesting, slightly esoteric experience for the first time on brain tap too when uh, I was at a health conference. Um, so I liked that. I liked that technology. That that was like a little bit more affordable as well in regards yeah. to the brain training. We should actually get them on the show, the CEO and that, the founders of Brain Tap. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that because mm -hmm. I think, you know, when this is sort of just something I'm exploring separately on my channel is just this idea of the future of neurofeedback and where things are, are going to go with this. Because right now we're in that very early stage of development. It's like, you know, we are nowhere close <laughs> to, to making it affordable, accessible, easy to use. You know, it's, it's, I think back to like, 
when Dave Asprey used to say that, you know, he would wear these like massive gargantuan like helmets to sleep for sleep tracking. And now it's like, oh, it's got a ring. Right. Like we it, like we are in the in the helmet phase. Um, the Muse device is like the closest thing that I found to something that's actually like easily accessible. But there's a there's a lot of fragility with it because like it has to hit certain points. There's no um like they don't give you a paste of any sort to make contact with your skin. So I, because, and I'm sure you would have this problem too, Rachel, we have thick hair. I have a really hard time making contact in the back of my neck and even up on my, well, not my forehead, but the sides where it's supposed to make contact. So it poses a problem, makes it really difficult. And if it's not something that's easy to put on and start to do right away, I don't do it. Right. Like if it's not if the process getting to do it is so difficult and complex, it's just not going to happen. And so how far are we going to go? Is brain tap something that's easier to put on and be able to, to do that kind of training? I don't know. I haven't tried it myself, but I want to explore that more for sure. And also, guys, leave a comment if this is something you're interested in, too. And otherwise, we will just take this offline. <laughs> Yeah, send us an email as well. Uh, you can reach Katie and I. We're going to share contact details in the description of this episode. I do have a couple of concerns with neurofeedback. Like I said, people can be harmed. This is relatively new information, uh, new technologies that does require some trial and error, you know, animal studies, human studies. So again, we're going to talk about another um Things like Theragun stuff and radio frequency things that uh, certainly I have a number of concerns about. Mm. So what's my rule of thumb here? Never, ever be a guinea pig. I know a lot of biohackers are like, oh, you know, sign me up. But there comes a point. There comes a point, ladies and gentlemen. But here we go. You never want to expose yourself to the first iteration of something. You always want things to be on the market. I've learned this through my, you know, 11, 12 plus years in the skin and rejuvenation world. The first rejuvenation option is never usually the best. The oftentimes second or third generation is usually safer with better outcomes. And that takes a number of years that can take, you know, I've always had the seven to eight year rule. Because when it comes to things like neurofeedback and laser energy devices and other types of skin and rejuvenation types of procedures, uh, you, you want things to be around for a while to see how the general public responds. It's actually part of like very traditional um, clinical trials. And of course, what we talk about here is not medical information, it's educational information only. If you think, if you, think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. Uh, NeuroOptimal, for example, they're pretty exclusive to just practitioners, but you can, as the general public, I think, buy them as well. Um, but yeah, first things first, go, go, you know, see if neurofeedback might be right for you. And your intuition will usually keep you on the right track with technology that are in resonance with you. I would agree with that 100%. And I would also say, you know, it also, like, it depends on the permanence uh, of, or like, like what you could potentially damage. And by that, I mean, yes, something that could potentially mess up your skin for life, something that could mess up your brain, your organs, be very careful. Something that like, I don't know, like a supplement, if I'm going to try that, it's the first of its kind, it's going to go through my digestive tract and come out. Yes, it might mess up my microbiome for a little bit, but 
I don't know if it's going to do permanent damage for the long term, you know. Unless um, it's got like nanotechnology. Exactly. Like sometimes it, those can get embedded in the tissues. And good luck getting that out. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah. So use your own discretion. Read all of the labels. But I would, yeah, definitely be hypersensitive. Like, I mean, I don't know, like a, a, a health wearable tracker, you know, unless it's doing like injections in the skin, you know, like I, I. I would, you know, I would say it's okay to experiment. Like this is what the biohacking field is all about. I know Dave has done a lot of crazy things in his day and, you know, you learn a lot of lessons along the way too. So I would definitely listen to Rachel though, when it comes to the skin stuff, because there are a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things that you could really, you could really go do some permanent damage. And then you're going to be spending a lot more money at your med spa trying to correct it. So just I've seen it. That. I've seen people be part of injectable class action lawsuits. So they mm -hmm. have chronic inflammation where it was placed, you know, 10, 15 years ago. All of a sudden they have a health blip and it's inflamed and it's a problem and it's it's costly and very difficult to manage mm -hmm. um, those types of side effects and adverse events. And as you guys know, I teach on this stuff. I present on this stuff, write academic papers on this stuff, too. So. Yeah. I mean, even late laser hair removal stuff, which is very highest popular. rates of litigation. Lasers yeah. have the highest rates of litigation. Yeah. In the I mean, skincare rejuvenation space. That's I actually will have to do a, a video on that as well, um, because I think you know, it just came into kind of my fruition the other day. My my sister was telling me about somebody that she knows who had a tattoo and then they did laser hair removal over the tattoo. And now she has permanent scar damage. Yeah. And so she, and she's in a huge lawsuit. And I'm like, oh, my God, I never would have put those two together. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's crazy, though. Yeah, wow. a lot of subpar technologies are on the market. A lot of unregulated healthcare practitioners mm -hmm. are getting their hands on these pieces of tech. I had a lady reach out to me not too long ago and she said, hey, I bought this laser. I started doing stuff in my basement, you know, just kind of experimenting on friends and family. What do you think about this laser? I'm like, I've never freaking heard of it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and wow. I've been in the industry a long time. Uh, actually, in my email, I get hounded by like Alibaba and yeah. these like <laughs> oriental companies that are like, yeah. buy our discounted lasers for skin rejuvenation and hair removal and tattoo removal. And the thing is, people consult with me to bring in a really good piece of the technology in their med spas. And, you know, good for them to for doing so because they actually care about quality and outcomes and safety. But unfortunately, a lot of the med spa uh, space has become highly commoditized. So from a business perspective, they'll say, hey, why would I spend one hundred and thirty thousand dollars on this device when I could spend 20 on this device? And it says it does the same thing. And that can be really appealing to some new businesses before they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about um, the celebrity kind of craze, since I feel like this is all sort of tying together. I I texted you uh, last weekend or, or something, and I was like, Rachel, what? The you F? should see our texts, by the way. It's, they're hilarious. <laughs> At some point, we will put them on some public forum. Anyway, we'll uh I was like, what the F is going on? Kim Kardashian just came out with a nine piece line, nine, nine individual products, all of them essential, quote unquote, by her uh, skincare for uh, roughly uh, $700. And I'm thinking to myself, like, first of all, my skin routine is so minimal, thanks to you, that I if somebody put nine products in front of me, I'd be like, please, no. <laughs> and secondly, I'm like, that is OK, Kim. 
you have an audience of like mil beyond millions, like more people than lives in the United States. Like, honestly, that's how many followers she has. Just like, an FYI for like lit stuff. Oh, yeah. I just say like Kim K. Kim K. Kim K. Okay. Well, we can Pretty, go the, back in. The K family, the, right? The Ks, so yes, it's like a little bit Ks. more discreet. Yes, for sure. Um, and and so it's just, it's wild to me to think of, of that price point as like a, that's what's expected, you know? And I just, I, I would love as the queen of like minimal skin prep, which is, I like the minimal effective dose, which is what Rachel does for a living. Like, what do you think of this? Tell me everything. What was the price point again? $650, $700 probably. Well, it depends. Um, by the way, like a nine-step line, that would make sense if it's like a cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen, scrub, toner, serum, eye cream, neck cream, mask, exfoliant. That could make sense. Like when you're making a skincare line, because obviously I'm doing a lot of this stuff behind the scenes too, and you're wanting to have like a comprehensive line, um, that does make sense. And if you're thinking of like an average cost per product, I'd be anywhere from $30 to $120. Um, yeah, I'd say that that's fair. But what this line probably is, is going to be like, uh, potentially a white label line, or it's also going to be the first of its kind. And we saw this with J low, I did a video celebrity skincare review. I've freaking hate doing the celebrity plastic surgery stuff like if you want to know why go on to my youtube channel and on the celebrity videos that i have like almost a hundred thousand views on look at the comments just kind of like look at the type of energy that attracts i'm not interested in that i'm sure i'd have a one 200k channel if i continued on with celebrity skincare celebrity plastic surgery reviews but there is something deep and dark with the energy and just like um, what that was attracting them. My husband's like, well, people want to know why this person looks so good and why this person doesn't look so good. So sure. I'll tell you that. in like a one-on-one -on -one call or my skin camps, but there's just like some weird vibes with that and I get that, not yeah, interested. Sure. No, thanks from, um, like a number of products, the price point that does sound pretty reasonable. The other thing you want to see is how long has it been around? Is it the first generation? What we saw with the JLo Skin Beauty stuff is that it was all in like really big, thick acrylic packaging, uh, which can then be termed luxury because it's in like a lot of extra plastic and it looks Instagram worthy. See where I'm going with this? You could pre-order it, but still not know what the ingredients were in the product. And then the other thing is I'll listen to like other YouTube influencers talking about this stuff. And there's this like, there's this younger guy talking about all these skincare lines and going through ingredients online. And then he said something to you, the effect that kind of disturbed me a little bit, uh, talking about Riri. He's like, whatever she's doing, if it's like blood or this, that, the other, or like kids, I want to do that too. I'm like, oh no, you did not just say that on public platform like that is weird <laughs> very like that's like just beyond a weird thing to say but there is like a little bit of like a low vibe nature in the space of people talking about celebrities and I just can't help but notice it so I kind of hate talking about this stuff but I also kind of love it <laughs> I actually had this this sort of 
conversation uh, more pertaining to like their amazing shape and how they always look fit. And I was, I was like leaving a yoga class and we were joking about some celebrity or another. And we all realized like, or not realized, like it wasn't like a realization. It was just more like, guys, they have so much money to hire all the best personal trainers, nutritionists, skin care, estheticians, you know, assistants. Like there's, there's a lot of things that people who work nine to five jobs who are self-made entrepreneurs don't have to go through. Like I literally have to, you know, budget time to go work out. I have to budget time to make food and buy food and go to the grocery stores and get gas and all these things. And, and, and we also have to look at our finances and make sure that we're not overspending in one area. And, you know, so it's, it, you've got to be realistic with what you're working with and realize that they have an advantage, right? Like, They've got an, they've got a financial advantage that's going to help them, you know, just with certain things because they're also in the public sphere. And I think, Rachel, the problem though is that that world, this whole idea of being in the public, it, it, there's a playing field that's sort of just been completely like changed as a result of Instagram, social media. We're all now in the public sphere, right? So we all feel like we need to be in this celebrity like echelon of beauty and and look like celebrities because we're also posting our photos up there as if we are our own paparazzi, like sharing these with the world. And we want to look good in all of them, right? And that's why we put filters on and Photoshop things and make it look glamorous. And so, yes, this this makes sense why there's this disconnect, right? Where people now feel I have to look as good as Charlize T. I have to look good as Megan M, you know, and all these, these beautiful celebrities because we're also in that world in some ways. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Food so for thought. food for thought. A <laughs> couple things to unpack here. Uh, why don't you just be your own friggin' celebrity? Who cares about other people? Uh, by the way, if something is too good to be true, it usually is. So look at claims for skincare devices. Also, one of the things I wanted to mention with warnings, um, as many of you know, I've taken the MCAT and any question that's like an absolute, like this could never happen or this is absolutely safe and effective. That's actually a wrong answer because absolutes like that are actually never true because everyone is an individual. So watch over that stuff. Um, also, if something is a good price, does that mean you should buy it? No, not necessarily. So just because you'll see these celebrity products, like I saw an ad for, okay, sorry here. Um, when I posted a story of me at Upgrade, being in the cell trainer in my like super adorable white tweed lace skirt suit and my white uh, pointy stiletto heels just had a blowout the other day I was feeling fabulous but in order for me to post that on Facebook story I actually had to like re-download the app because I deleted it all so anyways I posted that it took me like way too long to post it because I had to get the music right I had to find like a cute captions I'm never gonna get that time back and then I saw an ad of course from Paris Hilton or Paris H talking about uh this new like nail 
skincare gel type of product. And then of course, what do I do? I was like, oh, what is this? This looks interesting. And then I went on YouTube and started to look at reviews. And you know, when that when that was like 45 minutes of an hour of my life, that I'm never gonna get back. So I deleted it. I deleted Facebook quite promptly after that because you can't post stories on the Facebook desktop app. That's how I interact with Facebook and YouTube is on desktop. I don't have any social platforms on my phone anymore. I just text with people I love, call people I love and keep it on to do not disturb. You know, don't talk to me if I don't want to talk to you. I'll call you back when I'm ready. <laughs> Anything to say to that? My little deep dive oh, round. Oh boy, I love, love, love. Yeah, I mean, talk about a rabbit hole, right? Like I think this is sort of tying back into what we had talked about last week, which was you're always listening and watching what you're doing and suddenly you're back on a platform and they're like, okay, we've got like one shot to get her. And we know based on her last search history, she's into the nail thing. And so we're going to go after her. Dude, I don't even wear nail polish. Like I haven't worn nail polish in years. I don't know where that came from. I don't know, but they, these algorithmic gods are really smart, Rachel. Anyway, make a long story short, this happened to me, which is why I brought this to your attention because I was like, what is this heinous device? I was looking at gua sha. I, I admit, like after our conversations a couple weeks ago, I was like, okay, I want to just like look at these gua sha tools. So I'm looking at them all. And then all of a sudden I get this like, boom, Instagram ad, TheraFace, like a Theragun massage gun for your face. And I was like, wow, I totally need this, right? Like I need a massage gun to the face. Like you have no idea. <laughs> And I was like, who was sitting in the conference room being like, you know what? I think people are sick of massaging their body, but I really think those cheekbones, like just go at it, you know? And I'm not going to demonstrate what a massage gun to the face would look like, but I can only imagine. I mean, I do have some massage guns and I would never put those anywhere near this. So granted, guys, I before you all scream at me, I'm sure the... the the uh, the frequency, the pulsing is a lot less, but I just think it's a stupid concept. Stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Well, theoretically, I'm no. getting hot. I'm getting really hot. Having a hot flash? I got a supplement just for that. Very, Actually, that's very intense about this. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> when Dave was writing Superhuman, we were chatting about a couple of different things. And he was saying, well, what about like massage gun, Theragun for the face? Because there is some data to suggest that the impacts actually can help to stimulate bone. And when he interviewed me for the show, we were talking about how the face ages from fat loss, collagen, elastin, and bone loss. It's episode 668, actually. It's kind of fun. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Thanks for the little bug in my ear. I'm going to reach out to my friends uh, that actually like sell devices in the clinics for cellulite that is essential, essentially um, uh, an ultrasound. Like it's like basically, I'm going to break down the science here. Uh, say if you break had it down for me, girl, like it's a hand, like Bill Nye, if, except yeah. it's Rachel Nye. Okay, imagine like a jackhammer in your hand with like a screw at the end of the device that's uh, oscillating essentially. And like this like rubber rounded pad, that's essentially what like a kind of a Theragun is. But in the clinic, there are these types of devices. It looks like a piece of garbage and they're, they sell for 20 grand. And what you do is you lie down on the table, you put this um, slip lubricant ultrasound gel, and then you basically go and you apply this gun to like the back of the thighs in an effort to break up cellulite. 
but the funny thing is, while you're perf while you're performing this, you are getting sprayed with gel yourself. It's like slap, slap, slap. Like it is not pretty. And it is so loud. You could hear that with all the doors closed outside of the office. It was hilarious. It was like construction happening in treatment room. I can't make this stuff up. It was actually a really funny experience. I'm like, no, 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 no. This does not belong in a med spa. This is way too loud. But that's what happens. This was like the first of its kind in the clinic. It was too loud. It wasn't going to take. It was, you know, performed after like a cryolipolysis type treatment to break up um, fat cells and stuff like that. There was an actual application in the aesthetic sense. But when it comes to Theragun for the face, I reached out to my buddy that was selling this device, pretty good friend of mine too. We make friends in high places and in the, in the community here, which is fun. And he's like, well, yeah, I've kind of heard about that, like Theragun for the face, for bone stimulation. I've sort of heard like some chit chat, but there aren't really any devices on the market yet for it. Uh, but theoretically, is could be something that we want. So now you're seeing this ad. I want to know, you know, how long has this product been on the market? What are the clinical studies? What company is it manufactured in? Is it a white label product? And is it just some, you know, created by someone who's like a serial entrepreneur, serial CEO, serial founder kind of things? Because people are going to buy this stuff and they're going to be theragunning or, you know, massage gunning their face in an effort to like build bone and promote collagen. You got to give it some time, save your money, keep your card in your Apple wallet or your no choice blackout Faraday cage. Like I do all my RFID chip cards are in that. I'm a bit nuts with this stuff, but whatever. Um, so that's definitely something you want to give a little bit more time on. So funny enough, I just went on the website to do a little, research and it seems like there's there's a bunch of attachments obviously and one of them is a microcurrent ring and so oh I'm yeah just... microcurrent tech is pretty popular yeah. too i'm yeah. not what is, what's up with that uh i just got actually got a device that's like a almost like a gua sha tool but for your body that has a my has microcurrent in it and it like it feels a little strange and i'm not entirely sure if i uh, how safe it is <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is a straight up current and yeah. it just, it depends on the device. It depends on the research behind it. There have been sub, you know, microcurrent devices used in a clinical setting that yes, um, I've seen some before and after photos with, but it's short lived and, and all of that. And then the at home ones, I'm a little nervous about them. So I do actually have a device that I like to work with that's different from microcurrent. What it does is it actually allows your um, specific specific channels in the skin cell to open up so that products like peptides and antioxidants can actually be delivered deep into the dermis in one application. Some of these other at-home devices are like muscle stimulating. Um, I Sometimes I'll do consultations like I did with a lovely client just the other day, Sue, and she was showing me her neck and jawline exercises. So a lot of times I'll see like facial yoga or facial gua sha techniques and I'm kind of just sitting there like, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense because strengthening your DAO jowl muscles and your mentalis muscles and your platysma muscles, actually they get worked out anyways through talking and chewing. And when those muscles get big and bulky, it actually creates lower facial 
widening. As we age, we have this upside down triangle face shape. And then through talking and chewing, the lower jawline aspect of the face gets, you know, into a triangle like right side up. And that actually makes us look a little bit older. So we actually want to keep our lower facial muscles and neck muscles somewhat softened and somewhat less activated. And even aristocratic women in the early 19th century switched over to things like pablum and soft foods because there was a correlation with heavy chewing and the formation of jowls. And and I'll echo that in my clinical experience when I do things to modulate the jawline to rejuvenate and slim. Fascinating. This is I love this science and history lesson today. Oh gosh, I'm eating it all up. Second question, uh, which is relates to the microcurrent, is how does that differ from radio frequency uh, devices? Because I've seen both on the market, and both are kind of sold with the same promise that it's going to be great for rejuvenation, anti aging, skin clarification, wrinkles, all that stuff. So what what are your What's your take on those? And some, I got to say, guys, some of those at home, like wands that have, uh, you know, radio frequency and red light are very expensive. Very, very expensive. (laughs) Well, let's just say I have a public answer and then I have a private answer to this. So this is where it pays to do your one-on-one session with me and take my skin camps where you do get the off the cuff. I don't always like to put down certain technologies that are in that are in a lot of clinics publicly because I understand that people with these technologies, they might not know any better. They're trying to run a business. I don't want to kind of like harm their things. Right. So that's why there's, um, private and there's public details in this. Um, I do have an opinion on for, I'm kind of got to skirt around this, but basically if you're looking at different technologies and it's like kind of a handheld thing with these like metal nodes on them, basically energy is being transferred to each node. So say there's like four nodes on the bottom of my fist here. Uh, The energy will jump from one node to the next, which theoretically uh, through the skin should be going an equal distance between each node into the skin with like almost like an arcing type of pattern. Now, the problem with some technologies with rejuvenation is there is arcing and arcing is actually bad. That's where you can even get burns from. Um, Actually, I even had a number of years ago uh, with a body contouring device with radio frequency and heat and suction, the trainer themselves arced on me. And actually, I even had a scar for two years. Yeah, it's not good when it happens to an aesthetic provider because we talk <laughs> about this stuff. Uh, as you know, I like teach uh, practitioners and such too. So I've never liked the idea of radio frequencies. Um, specific specifically radio frequencies uh, being applied too close to thyroid and I've been having a lot of thyroid experts on the show Dr. Anshul Gupta, Dr. Amy Horniman uh, I've been writing actually in a recent paper submitted to a UK journal Journal of Aesthetic Nursing I'll put that on my research page at rachelvarga.ca when it's published so you guys can check it out too it's my rejuvenation algorithm but I'm not a fan of a lot of energy devices that are using radio frequency that create a field close to the thyroid area. Now, there are some options that are fine because they don't go deep enough. Um, so that's something that I can discuss with you in a one-on-one session and setting. But also, there have even been uh, 
concerns from fellow aesthetic practitioners not wanting to use certain devices because when say for example i'm in a chair i have a client right in front of me their head's right here their head is basically right in front of my ovaries and then i'm using this device you know six to eight hours of the day like why would i want a radio frequency right next to my vital organs so you know for me i've um always been aware um, and also hypersensitive to electromagnetics. So there's that as well. There is some, some content and literature on that. I could certainly do a literary review type of article on this topic. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth exploring more for sure. I, you know, I, I a friend had lent me one of their uh, red light radio frequency devices and I, I admit, like, I didn't read the manual at all. I just started, let's put it on the neck. And then we talked and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't touched the thing since we last spoke about it. And, and we talked about, you know, potential implications to using it on your thyroid. Like, I don't I, I mean, honestly, I don't know what could happen over time if I with continuous use. So I think buyer beware, read the fine print as much as you can or just educate yourself on what this techno how long this technology has been around uh, have there been any issues with people using that kind of uh, technology on like close to vital organs and and you know you sometimes just have to be your own proponent and, and, and do your own research and just you know uh, make sure that before you just start willy-nilly using a product you kind of know what could happen long term if you don't stop using it so that brings up photobiomodulation i actually also just got like a a the Violite, um, not sponsored. This was like a gift from a, a, a family member, but it's this like red light intranasal and also through the ear canal. And it's like this helmet you wear. It's insane looking. I'm going to send you a picture of me wearing it later, Rachel. Maybe we can throw that in the show notes. Uh, but I, yeah, it's, I, I, the jury is still out for me on the safety of that. So I would love your thoughts. Yeah, I think that photobiomodulation is a huge emerging space, not only in aesthetics, but also in the health space. So photobiomodulation is essentially modulating light on our biology to hopefully get a positive benefit. So I have photobiomodulation happening right now with my scarlet and also whatever, you know, this light stick of fabulousness is called. I actually picked up two. So you're going to see two cool lights here. These these light sticks by Trulay are so neat. It's like a lightsaber in my Oh, office. I definitely thought you got that from like StarWars.com. Sorry. <laughs> I, I picked it up at Upgrade Labs. They're, they're super she cool. She went over to Elon's house the other day and she just grabbed one off his porch. He just has no. them all stacked up. <laughs> Anyways, so photobiomodulation uh, is a lot of times used. I just did a consult for a lovely gentleman, Neil, in the UK. And we talked. Hey, Neil. Shout out, Neil. Shout out to the gents. Uh, light therapies. There's a bunch of different technologies on the market. Um, some light therapies are going to be really painful. Some light therapies are, you know, not going to hurt that much. Some light therapies give a better effect in regards to reducing sunspots, age spots, broken capillaries, diffuse redness, red acne scars, 
um, surgical scars, hyperpigmentation, things like that. But not all skin types are, you know, going to benefit from this safely. So there's a lot to know. It's not just like, here's my laser recommendation for this, because it, it needs to be customized to you towards your biology and your skin type and all that cool stuff. Yeah. But photobiomodulation, um, I think is an emerging science. In fact, I was at, um, was was that Whole Foods, which just got bought by Amazon, which is why when you were there, it was like your... a year ago they got bought. But yeah, that's okay. Rachel's yeah. a little behind the times. No, no, no. I know they've been bought for a while, which is why you found canola oil in your like hot eggs. bar food <laughs> eggs. Not surprising there. Uh, you know, shout big... out Whole Foods. Thanks for the canola oil. Or it was shout... organic. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I love it when, you know, food um, sources are bought by big tech. I think that this is something really great. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with big tech being um, very involved with food production and food Oh my God, sales. Rachel, you're a level of sarcasm right now. It's, it is filling my whole heart just with joy. It's like warm, like yeah. bath for my heart. I but you know, it. the latest thing is um, like formula. I think that there's definitely a place for, um, you know, big tech to be um, creating more sustainable, sustainable formula for our youth. I mean, what could possibly Baby go formula? wrong? What could possibly go wrong with that in the future generation, especially when it's the first generation? Oh, yeah. For Huge sure. innovations. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's going to save the world. So <laughs> I mentioned Whole Foods because I was kind of overhearing this lady and this guy talking. I was like, okay, okay. They know what's up. They know what's up. I'm going to say hi. And uh, turns out she was an ICU nurse. And she's like, yeah, I just had this treatment for like um, – like the certain thing in her body i'm not gonna get into specific and nuances uh, but she's like yeah i found this practitioner that is using this machine that's been studied like over in europe and she got her hands on it and had it here and like has done research for it and it's actually something i never heard about on a vital organ and how it was being done um but similarly to how we um do radiation treatments it's reaching a certain depth in the tissue with a certain amount of energy and certainly if there's something you want to target with ultrasound or light through photobiomodulation we can have either positive or negative or maybe you know not really any impact onto a certain type of tissue that we want to enhance or we want to modulate in some way this is emerging science i think this is like star trek Wow. This is okay. this is next level healing. This is like med med stuff. Wait, so going back to this adorable couple whose uh, dirty laundry you're now airing out in public, um, was this a machine? No, oh, they were just like two strangers that oh, were I'm, just I'm, like, chatting over coffee. It was adorable. I, I love it. I love it. No, these are the best. These are the best conversations, like overheard at Whole Foods, right? Uh, so. The, is this a photobiomodulation device she said she got her hands on? Oh, okay. No, she went to somebody that was doing Somebody it. who was using it. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Wow. Which I think yeah. is is really cool. And like, she's like yeah. a really, uh, you know, educated, regulated healthcare practitioner. It's like, yeah. Huh, okay. And I don't know if it was working for her or not, but I think mm -hmm. that this is becoming more common with sure. applications, not just the skin. And photobiomodulation, just so you guys know, has been studied since like the 40s. Mm -hmm. And think about what was happening in the 40s, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? 
There's a lot that uh, I read this whole book on red light when I was uh, doing my Jew review. Yeah, but what and... I was gonna what I was gonna just quickly mention is yeah. that things often come about from like military type of testing. Oh, of course, yeah, for like yeah, weaponry. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're like, oh, what does this do on the skin? Oh, it, you know, fries the skin or wow, it got rid of that brown spot or that, yeah. that red spot. Huh. Okay. Let's tweak this a little bit. So it's this stuff usually comes about from weird, weird ways. I want to say there was something related to space as well with red light. And so don't quote me on this, but I do remember. Circadian reading. rhythm for sure. Yeah. So, um, well, I do think that we got to wrap up uh, that it has been quite the hour I have not laughed this long in a very long time. Uh, my abs hurt, so I don't need to do any of that like sculpting shenanigans that you're talking about in med spa. So thank you very much for that. Uh, closing words. I, I think I, I made a lot of uh, strong cases in my favor. So if thumbs up for me, if you agree with all my points, thank you very much. Uh, closing arguments done. <laughs> yeah, this is just, you know, a regular everyday thought process of Katie and I, where we go when we talk, we're like we hard. huge nerds just sharing what we know and what we're noticing with you guys. So let us know if you enjoyed it. Let, let us know if there's tech that you're seeing or social media ads, if you haven't already deleted your Instagram app. I'm highly encouraged highly encouraged <laughs> it's actually it's taking a break from it for a couple weeks was so therapeutic I've, i'm only going on very very rarely and occasionally just to share some fun photos of my dog kona so if you want to follow me at katie type a and uh, i think you should actually not even follow me follow him at kona type a <laughs> way better way better he is so much more entertaining than me <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're, we're both something special, especially when we get together. We say all sorts of funny things that we end up regretting later, don't we? I cannot believe that we still haven't met in person. My God, it's been two years. We got to make this happen this year. This year, it's happening. Yeah. Two years later, we've been running this podcast and it's just like, okay, well, we're going to finally meet. So I think, I think I'm going to put that out in the universe, guys. We're going to meet this year. Well, lots of love to everybody if you have Thank any you. questions you can hang out with katie and i on the beauty and the biohacker podcast we have um, a lot of fun obviously um if you have any questions for me directly with a lot of this rejuvenation stuff that i mentioned what my skincare recommendations are i actually can customize this to your specific skin needs budget lifestyle um and also like your preferences for ingredients to avoid and all of that stuff that this is what I do for a living is a lot of fun. I sleep very well at night. You can uh, reach me directly info at rachelvarga.ca. Have an amazing day. Katie can't wait for another uh, duo session here. Always. All right. Over and out everyone. We love you. Bye.